You're tuning in to Missouri NEA Connects, a podcast to focus on all things Missouri education, from policy to practice, so that each of us can unite, inspire, and lead from where we are. We're happy you're here. Once a month, the Missouri State Board of Education meets, much like your district's school board meets once a month. And at the state level, MNEA's Vice President Rebecca McIntosh and MNEA Teaching and Learning Director Samantha Hayes, that's me, attend the meetings of the State Board of Education. And after each meeting, we write a report, which is typically sent out uh, to our members, our local leaders, our Macy crew. And we may issue alerts to staff and members about upcoming policy changes. And we also want to celebrate upcoming policy changes that we have advocated for. This month's state board report was held on Tuesday, January 10th. And while there is a report, a written report that has all the amazing hyperlinks to all the things that you would ever need, we are also providing the updates in podcast form now that we have this platform of Missouri NEA Connects. Now, if you're type A like me, you might go to the State Board of Education's website and look at the agenda from this last Tuesday's meeting after you listen to this podcast and you'll see the agenda and see that I presented things out of order. That was not done to as a dig at type A individuals such as myself. It was done because Rebecca and I feel like the information that we are presenting to you in this order is of utmost importance to you as educators. So governmental affairs update. The DESE governmental affairs team delivered an update from the opening of this legislative session that just started. As of Tuesday, the only major update was that the Senate set committee assignments and of specific interest to DESE and MNEA, the Educator and Workforce Development Committee had been set. As of Thursday, the House set their Elementary and Secondary Education Committee, which is linked in the report. There are 20 bills filed currently around the State Board and DESE priority areas, early early learning and early literacy, success-ready student and workforce development, safe and healthy schools, and educator recruitment and retention. Further, there are just as many bills filed around teacher recruitment and retention that may or may not align to the Blue Ribbon Commission's recommendations, also linked in this report. There has been discussion surrounding merit pay or pay for performance that have been, but there have been no bills that have been filed of that nature. MNEA is starkly against merit pay and pay for performance, but it's not best practice. And we'll be, we will be watching for this activity closely. Other bills that are being watched closely are bills that focus on CRT, parent bill of rights, trans athletes engagement in activities, uh, specifically sports and school choice. All bills relating to education are linked in the report. And I highly encourage you to sign up for MNEA's legislative update from legislative director, Otto Fasian, also linked in the report. During the session, um, Otto's uh, legislative update is delivered through listserv and is distributed daily with updates on activity at the Capitol and MNEA's advocacy. 
The state board also heard a report on the teacher workforce. The Office of Educator Quality gives a regular update on the teacher workforce so that the board can review current data to inform policy, discussion, and decisions surrounding teacher recruitment and retention. Based on the most recent numbers, data suggests some positive enrollment in educator preparation programs, but also indicates that certificates that are granted are not enough to fill the current demands. There is a steady amount of teachers who have less than 10 years experience and the demographic of Missouri educators still needs more diversity. The current strategies of retention grants, career ladder, and work groups to explore climate, culture, and working conditions are all in place to improve retention of educators. This spring, there will be a work group that focuses on climate, culture, and working conditions. A measure of success that the Office of Educator Quality will look towards in terms of recruitment is the enrollment in educator preparation programs. Another report that the board heard was on the upcoming changes in literacy, literacy teacher preparation. Read, Lead, Succeed is DESE's literacy initiative, and the path forward is the component that focuses on educator preparation. Due to the recent passage of Senate Bill 681 and 662, also linked in the report. In the summer of 2022, literacy expectations of teacher candidates, early childhood through secondary, must be reviewed and updated. The early literacy fellows are a part of the path forward and they have developed goals and guidelines for educator preparation programs or EPPs to be more specific in their preparation of educators in terms of literacy. The new goals and guidelines are aligned to the science of reading. The specific updates at the literacy guidelines and teacher preparations can be found in the link in the report. Because of these adjustments that are made to literacy requirements for various certification areas, there are two ways that these updates can be done to make changes. One way is to adjust the Missouri standards for professional educators, known as MOSBs, and change the rules in Missouri Code of State Regulations. To immediately impact the 3,000 plus educator prep students today, the early literacy fellows have adjusted MOSPE first so that educator prep programs can begin working with these new guidelines for their students. Next month, the Office of Educator Quality will come to the State Board of Education with proposed rule changes to reflect those changes in the MOSPE. All the changes for both rules in the MOSPE are outlined in the link in the report. There was also an update on the Office of Childhood. The Office of Childhood is the newest DESE de department and is focused on overseeing childhood care and education in Missouri, which is one of DESE's priority areas. The update given to the state board outlined the Office of Childhood's plan that is organized around four main goals with objectives and key strategies. The ultimate focus for the Office of Childhood is, quote, a strong childhood system is essential to ensuring safe environments and healthy child development, supporting working families and advancing a prosperous economy, school readiness, end quote. The vision for promoting school readiness and child well-being and strengthening the economy is measured with the school readiness kindergarten entry assessment. The Kindergarten Entry Assessment measures 28 indicators of school readiness, and the Office of Childhood has approved three tools for districts to use. Districts or local education agencies volunteer to use this tool as it is not required at this time. 
In total, there are 384 districts in Missouri that have reported using one of these three approved tools, but there is presently no comprehensive data collection on this from LEAs for results. Next year, however, DESE is planning to provide this tool for free to LEAs, which will include comprehensive data collection. In addition to presenting the vision, goals, and strategies of the Office of Childhood, they also indicated their present focus, which is child care quality inspectors in the field to ensure quality programs for early childhood. In referencing MNEA's resolutions, B1, Early Childhood Education in Kindergarten, a lot of what the Office of Childhood is working towards in terms of child care is really reflected in MNEA's resolutions. There is a lot of great work happening in the Office of Childhood, and much like Dr. Thomas, who was the presenter, said, this isn't just a switch that can be flipped on and we just have child care available to everyone. Just know that Desi is working actively towards not only that child care is available, but working towards that high quality. The State Board also received a report on the status of Missouri Course Access and Virtual School Programs, MOCAP, in accordance with the statute. Quote, MOCAP's mission is to offer Missouri students equal access to a wide range of high-quality courses, flexibility in scheduling, and interactive online learning. End quote. Desi and the State Board oversee the program and all of the related activities in MOCAP. So far in the 21-22 school year, MOCAP has served 3,831 total students. There have been 26,252 course enrollments. And there are further statistics surrounding MOCAP and what they have offered students also in the report. It is important to note that not all online courses in the state of Missouri are MOCAP courses. School districts can design and deploy online learning courses that are not MOCAP courses. A part of the MOCAP annual report includes the most recent state assessment results available. The results for MOCAP students indicate MAP scores that are lower than the state average. EOC scores are lower but closer to the scores of traditional in-seat results. However, it is important to note that MOCAP is a very small percentage of students in the state of Missouri and the circumstances that bring students to online learning is unknown and sometimes can be extreme making it hard to compare MOCAP data to the, to the entire state's MAP and EOC results. Other business with this board includes consideration of a notice of proposed rulemaking to amend 5 CSR 20-100.230. The state board authorized publication in the Missouri Register to amend this regulation and the state board finds the proposed amendment necessary in order to follow statute. The original purpose of this rule, quote, established policies and procedures for public virtual school programs for school-age students as authorized by 161.670, end quote. The result for this amendment is to separate policies and procedures for students who enroll in MOCAP full-time from students who only enroll in select MOCAP courses. The amendment to this rule removes the local education agency's approval process for a student if a student enrolled in MOCAP full-time with a host program, for example, Launch with Springfield Public Schools or SJSD Virtual Academy with St. Joseph School District. These amendments to, to the language are ultimately to comply with the state law. 
MNEA supports the amendment that aligns with statute as they are all best practice in terms of virtual education. Further, it's stated in MNEA's resolutions A7 that virtual education should include a process for enrollment, provide all services required to ensure a free and appropriate public education, require teachers be licensed to the subject matter taught, and incorporate public accountability. That includes annual evaluations and reviews of the program. All of these matters in both statute and MNEA's resolutions are supported by research. The state board approved this publication and requested that comments be posted and come back for the review divided into categories of what the statute says can or cannot be done. Summary and rationale behind proposed changes from DESE can be found linked in the report. There was consideration of increasing appropriately certified educators. Earlier this year, the board authorized DESE to grant certificates to educator candidates who scored with within one standard error of measurement, SEM, below the qualifying score of various certification area exams. The board heard and discussed the same adjustment for remaining certified areas, which are elementary mathematics specialist, library media specialist, counselor, building level administrator, and superintendent. It's important to note that this recommendation is not lowering the cut score for granting certification. It is slightly opening the window to account for errors in the test itself. No test is perfect. Candidates still must maintain a GPA of 3.0 and for some up to 50 hours in content classes. MNEA advocates for rigorous quality teaching standards for entry into the profession, and according to the resolutions, G3 believes that, quote, tests should only be one element of comprehensive assessment for completion of a teacher preparation program, as well as for certification licensing into the profession, end quote. This recommendation from DESE still falls within the resolutions as it is holding the cut score for achievement on assessments and is still upholding multiple requirements for teacher candidates to receive certification. Further, standardized tests are never bias-free and could potentially fall within the negative one SEM. Finally, the board heard and discussed the consideration of charter school application renewal for Momentum Academy in St. Louis and Brookside Charter School in Kansas City. The board approved the renewal for both of those charter schools. The next meeting of the Missouri State Board of Education will be on February 7th, 2023. If you have any questions or suggestions, please contact Samantha Hayes or Rebecca McIntosh. Our contact information is in the report linked in the description. Next week, tune in to MNEA Connects for a conversation with Legislative Director Otto Fashion to give his thoughts on the start of the 2023 legislative session. See you next week.